0: Hello, everyone. I'm excited today to uh, invite or welcome Renschel Van Bryce to the podcast. Renschel is a a sacred art of business coach, international speaker, and host of the podcast and TV show, Ignite Your Success with Renschel. She's passionate about empowering entrepreneurial women to level up and create the life they want through their business. As a seasoned business strategist and mentor, Renshaw helps her clients build soulful, aligned businesses that are both profitable and fulfilling. With her unique blend of spirituality and practicality, she guides women to unlock the full potential and unleash their inner magic. With years of experience and a deep commitment to her client's success, Renschel is dedicated to helping women around the world live their most epic lives. Welcome, Renschel! I am so Thank excited you. to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you. I'm super excited to be here and what an honor it is. Thank you so much.
0: Well, as I said before we got on, I'm in love with your podcast. So if people haven't listened to it, they should definitely go to Inspire Fired Choices Network, and um, you're listed right on the front page. And listen to your podcast because it's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Thank I've learned so much, and it's so important these days where uh, we're all so stressed and going in so many directions to be connected to our inner selves as well. Um, because I think so many, so many of us have lost some of that in the frenetic nature of our lives these days, so tell us how you got to that part of your life and business um, how did you how did you choose this and the podcast world as well
1: Oh okay um <laughs> When I was two, no, I won't start there, I promise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you can, actually.
1: (laughs) You know, uh, a couple of things, I think, uh, key moments in my life. So one being I had the opportunity to attend a 12-step program called Alateen at the age of 14. Uh, And for those of you in the 12-step program, uh, yes, I have the permission to talk about my dad. And so I just want to put that out there because I get a message all the time. Do you have permission? Yes, I have permission. I do have permission from my father. So my father joined AA and my mom joined Al-Anon and I joined Alateen. And I was uh, a year later in a high school uh, in Saskatchewan, because that's where I grew up. So, uh, Humboldt, Saskatchewan. I was uh, at a high school close to Humboldt. And I was speaking about the benefits of Alateen. So Alateen, for those of you who don't know, is a 12-step program for children of alcoholics who are or anyone who actually is being being affected by alcoholism so it doesn't even have to be a, a parent right and so uh, on stage i realized that i this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and that's a long time ago you know i was like so i think i was 15 i'm 50 i'll be 55 this year so over 40 years ago i realized that i just i wanted to be able to share a message And so throughout different career choices, there were always opportunities for me to presentations, to speak, Um, you know, fast forward when I was 30 years old, I opened some Curves franchises and found a, a place for me to share a message. And it was all about for women, you know, supporting women and supporting them in their endeavor to get healthier, but also to love themselves and love their physical bodies where they were at that time, even if they were looking for transformation. And so kind of find that balance between how how do you do that? How do you love something in the moment and also desiring something different? And so that's kind of where the uh, it led me to, and then that led me to coaching and consulting, which led me eventually to the Sacred Art of Business Academy, and um, and then of course the, the podcast. And within all of that, when I had the Curbs franchises, I have um, most of my life, even though I've had lots of had lots of self development and spiritual development and support, most of my life felt that I wasn't enough, and you could insert. And whatever word. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm 5'10. I'm not short enough. I'm not. It was just like I'm not. And then insert whatever was going on enough. And so I really struggled with it and I kept it hidden because there was no reason an air quoting, right? There was no reason for me to feel this way. Like if the outsider looking in, they would think that I had, you know, I had everything that I wanted. I had a successful, you know, business with the curves a successful uh, marriage and again everything on the outside you know looking in and i was happy and dissatisfied and there so i had a lot of confusion about that so it's the polarity of being happy and and being dissatisfied and but the underlying uh, false belief that i carried was i wasn't enough and so as i started to really i guess transcend in my spiritual development i saw how insidious that was and so part of them, the, a lot of the, the academy piece of it is, is how do you bring sacred love? Uh, you know, sacred commerce, I talk about sacred economics, but it started with how do you bring sacred love into business? I grew up with incredible parents, they are entrepreneurial in nature, and they were always like, you keep your personal life separate. And so again, there was all that confusion. So trying to keep that story, that could be like a whole half an hour in itself. Trying to keep that as succinct as possible
0: <laughs> yeah but I totally get it because I grew up the same way my mother had a business but you always had to keep everything separate right. and it, it, it was true for me as well um, I had way too many parental role models because I come from a broken home um, right. my mother and father were divorced. And so I was raised by my grandparents and my mother. And of course, they had all the answers and I didn't. Right. They knew everything that they said was correct. Yes. Everything I was thinking was wrong.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. When you grow up with that, you you carry that with you further and further, even if you are in the world of personal development or spiritual development, it's a very insidious false belief and can show up over and over again. Um, and so when I realized that perhaps for me it was never going to go away, I think that was the the, the piece for me of peace and, and prosperity was this might this feeling might not this belief this feeling might not ever go away. So what tools do I need in my tool belt so I can a recognize it and then I know how to turn it around and turn it over so I can see it for what it is, which is a false belief.
0: Wow. That That is amazing, because I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, because people say, well, you just have to rewrite the way your brain thinks. Right. But is that even possible?
1: Yeah. And, and you know, and so they're from a, you know, a neurobiological perspective, that neuroscience, you know, sure. So, you know, I shared earlier, I'm 55. And so I have let's say, 55 years of programming. So, you know, maybe in another 55 years, that won't be. Uh, currently, though, you know, it shows up less and less because I, I, I recognize the signs, right? If I'm procrastinating on something, the first thing I ask is, is, is this a false belief of I'm not good enough? And then, then I have tools, right? So, there, so I, I'm aware of the signs, my triggers for triggering the I'm not enough.
0: That's really great to know. I'm going to have to do a lot of work. Um, So one of the things that you speak about is purpose. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I wanted to ask was, people talk about success, but how how do you define success for yourself? Uh, the internal versus the external and purpose.
1: <laughs> I love that. I had a um, a mentorship call this morning on that. So, of course, divine timing. <laughs> it must it must be. <laughs> so interesting for me, I think, so if I want to share just a bit of the journey for me was thinking that success was a place that, a, that I would arrive at. So when I had the Curves franchise's Success for me looked like a um, million dollar uh, revenue, a business that was was, was generating a million dollars, uh, you know, working a regular day, meaning, you know, I start my day at nine o'clock and I'm done my day at, at five. Uh, so that that so then I would be successful, uh, success in health. So it was always everything I had that I deemed success was outside of me right? It was all, you know, when I could check this box off, then I can be successful. And what ended up happening was the first time we hit a million dollars in revenue, I, uh, you know, was was happened to be low. My former husband was away at work. My mom, who was in, in partnership with me, she did the books. She messaged me at the, like, it was like the moment she did the books and she's like, we just hit a million. It was just over a million dollars in revenue. And, you know, we, you know, I jumped up and down. I was so excited. I did the woohoo and I grabbed, you know, a a bottle of champagne because we were, we knew we were close. And I popped the cork of the champagne, poured myself a a glass of champagne, cheered, cheered my mom, had a sip of the champagne, hung up and started to cry. (laughs) I was like, why am I crying? And it was because in that moment I had, I had like three minutes, let's say of ecstasy. And then I felt the same. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Because I just, I honestly thought that ecstatic feeling, the feeling of success, the feeling of of accomplishment and achievement would stay. And it didn't. And I was, I was honestly as devastated. So it took me um, many years, you know, and a, a lot of internal work on like really what is the definition of success. And so I giggled because the reason I, live, I, like I call my my show "Ignite Your Success" with Ranshelle is, I think success is an a an internal piece and b it's so important we define our own rules, or, or, or guidelines for success. So for success for me right now looks a bit different. It's all for me. It's all about um, peace and serenity, and being able to move into. Ease and flow. So I have a core belief that ease and flow are our natural state of being. So I look for how can I create ease and flow? So I'm facing, you know, facing a challenge or obstacle that doesn't feel great. But I also know through, you know, applying the spiritual laws, the universal laws, that ease and flow are is right there. I'm just not able to see it. In my mind, right? My pers- personality, my conscious thoughts limit that. And so what would ease and flow in that moment look like? And so for me, success is very internally based now. It's here's, you know, here's what they are and they they change, right? Um, so success for me today might look completely different than success tomorrow. So it's no longer a moving target. It's not something that I achieve. It's not something that I accomplish, Um I mean, I can use that proverbial, it's a journey, but it's even deeper than that. It's even deeper than the journey. It's like finding, observing, contemplating the success in every single moment of every, like everything, challenges, obstacles, bad days, sad days, and anger, right? Like, you know, I have a temper. And so, you know, what's what does that, what does success in a temper look like, right? And so just pausing and going, ooh, what would this feel like what's you know what's a successful temper tantrum <laughs> you can just looking at it with through a different lens
0: so yeah, oh, that's so interesting, um but also, uh, one of the things about that you' you're saying that understanding in the moment mm-hmm. is to be able to celebrate also in the moment and know that there's a before and after and a, a, a journey and a path that you're on. Absolutely. Um, it, so that it's not a finite checkbox.
1: It's not, right? It, it's um, it's um not a it's not even a, a, I was gonna say it's a moving target, but not really. It's not even a target. It's just be like be success, emit success, have the frequency of success. And I believe that everyone's frequency of success is different. Right. Like if if you know, if I said to you, let's, you know, let's both take five minutes and write down, you know, what our definitions of our are of success and how we know when we're there, that becomes an arrival piece, an achievement piece. But how do you, you're, you're successful in the moment right now. You're here. And so that is success. So what does that look like for you like right now? And the audience listening, what like, what is successful for you in this moment right now? And if we can just, you know, think it's about really being in our present moment. If we can, you know, focus on that, like, my life certainly has changed, you know, uh, following that, that path.
0: Yeah, there's a prayer about that. Um, thanking God for this moment in this season. And, um, yeah, that's such a valuable uh, lesson to accept and internalize. Um, So if that's the case and we're talking success internally and externally, then where do goals fit into that?
1: Mm. (laughs) I love that. And so whether we use the word goal or intention, you know, whatever we decide that we um, want, I'm going to use the word want. So there's, for me, there's a different energy, want versus desire. A want is I don't have something, so I want it. And so what I, when that happens to me, I, you know, I take a moment and go, what's the desire in the want? And so desire for me is something that's placed there by universal mind. Now you can call it universal mind, higher power, God, spirit, Allah Buddha, divine intelligence, whatever word works for you. But So if we follow the the premise that desires are given to us because uh, the ways and means to create and manifest that are there, then we can create a goal around it or create an intention around it. And so the importance of that is, is we have this opportunity then to visualize what the goal is. And I think that's uh, a lot of times the simplicity in manifesting the goal, uh, some may say achieving the goal, is is lost because we might set the intention or set the goal and then that's it. But the the pieces behind that is to think of it as it's, as if it's happening in the moment right now, right? And it doesn't matter what personal development book, what spiritual development work, what neuroscience you follow, everyone says the same. Have the visualization is really, really important. Now, for some people, specific visualization is essential. Meaning if they want a new house, visualizing what the kitchen looks like, the smells in the kitchen. But some of us, like myself, I'm a non-specific manifester. So what that means is I don't need to know what the kitchen cupboards look like. I just need to know what I desire. And then I and then every morning. Through now, again, we can use prayer, meditation, contemplation, journaling. Um, I imagine what that that life is for me that bigger, very audacious goal, that spiritual vision that I have, or it could be like micro goals, right? What do I want to create this month? What do I want to create this year? And all of those are part of the story that I create in my mind for that to happen, and then. From a from a neuroscience perspective, your reticular activating system kicks in, and you, all of a sudden you start to see the ways and means to do that. The challenge, though, with the human being, the human species, especially in my world of spiritual development, some will say, oh, I'm not supposed to do that because it's, it's, there's an obstacle, right? There was, there was, you know, I I went to do this thing and then I couldn't, my credit card wouldn't go through. So God is telling me not to do that. And I'm like, no, your credit card didn't work. That's it. (laughs) Like if you have the desire to do the thing, it's not necessarily going to be wrapped up in a right like a Tiffany box with a white boat. It looks kind of messy. Like when my kids wrapped their first Christmas present when they were two and four, it was messy. Right, and the gift inside was beautiful. But I had to, you know, cut through the duct tape because they use duct tape, (laughs) (laughs) you know. And that's kind of what life is like, from my perspective. That's what life is like, right? It is, um, is that so? Goals, I think, are important. And I think if you, someone has resistance to goals, it could be resistance. It could be they don't resonate with the word. So what word resonates, right? What word has less. Uh, meaning to it. It's like a uh, lower vibration, negative meaning to it, right? I love the word intention. I'm a very, I'm very intentional in the things that I do. I I can, I like goals as well. I've always set goals. I just really love the feeling of the word intention. Like to me, it's like this, Ooh, it's like, mm, that was, you know, that was a great, what's your intention, right? It's like, <laughs> so, but yeah, that's where I think goals are intentions.
0: Really. So not being stuck on the wording or the specifics, but realize that you can interpret it for yourself in a way that resonates with you. So yeah. and I guess that's part one of the things that I've always uh, found so limiting because so often people say, well, you need to write down your goals. Yeah um but why do you want those goals and then I get so overwhelmed that I get stuck there and then I can't seem to move forward because I haven't really defined it for myself so that's wonderful that you you present it that way
1: well another thing I'll just quickly add is when we ask ourselves why so our brain is like a is a goal achieving machine. It's like Google on steroids. So when you ask why your brain goes back into the recesses of your past to come up with an answer. And so lots of times that why questions are very limiting questions. So we can ask like, what else is possible? Or what is the truth in this? Or what am I resisting? Um, I also think that this, so in goal setting, we can look at like the smart way, specific, measurable, attainable. I always forget the R and and then trackable. And I, so my, this is my personal opinion, everyone. I believe that that's set in a very patriarchal, very masculine, divine masculine energy. And we all have access to both divine feminine and divine masculine. And a divine feminine, we are creators. Uh and, and everyone can create and manifest. But if you even look like physiologically, we create, right? Yes, we need the penetration energy, right? From our from from or something similar to that, you know, and then we create this beautiful baby, you know, beautiful life within us. And so to me, intention setting or goal setting is the same thing. What do I want to make manifest? What do I what, what do I what what's the baby at the end of it? And using the creative process. So I'm less about achievement-oriented or pursuing and more about what do I want to manifest through creation and uh, and opening myself up. So it's a, it's it's, just, it's a, not a better way. It's a, just a really different way to look at it, and especially for women in business, because we've been kind of taught that we have to keep uh, access our divine masculine order in order to create success. And I think it's the opposite way, personally.
0: Wow. Beautifully put. So you have the Sacred Art of Business. Actually, it's Sacred Art of Business Academy. Uh, right. So if people look it up online, it's actually sacredartofbusinessacademy.com. Yeah, sacredartofbusiness. um, com. Yes,
1: sacredartofbusiness.com. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, so I wanted to define that, but it will be in the show notes. So where did you start with that and what is your vision?
1: Mm. And so I started with um, years ago, being in awareness of when I had the curves, the other curves owners would say, I love, I love owning a curves, but I, and they would use these words. So, you know, I hope this doesn't offend anyone, but I hate marketing or I hate sales. And I love business. Like I've always loved business. You know, when um, other kids were playing teacher and nurse, I was playing business. And so, you know, I just, I, I love it. So as if that was the first time I heard I heard that, it was probably two thousand and six or so. in two thousand and ten, i I got my coaching certification, and it I heard it over and over again from coaches. I love coaching, and i i I hate the business side of things. Now it's like I love whatever, and I hate marketing or I hate Facebook or and it's those really strong words. And so about two years ago, i I gave this awareness of like, I would never say that to my children. I would never say, I love this about you, but I hate this about you. And I just thought about the energy that that's emitting. So, you know, let's be specific. If you love what you do, but you hate Facebook, right? uh, How do you think that Facebook is going to react? Now, I know Facebook isn't a a person. We're all energy, though, including things like Facebook. So how will Facebook react to the energy of hate? Sent towards it. I can share with you, um, and there's lots of studies around this around water that what you say, that frequency that you say comes back. So if you hate Facebook, I can almost guarantee you Facebook's not working for you. That's just an example. And so, you know, so then I thought, okay, you know, knowing that and then thinking about, you know, we uh, talked earlier Ed, about being a serial entrepreneur. I am a serial entrepreneur and I have, I can always see the threads of what I do. But I was in a meditation. I thought, what if I could do everything that I will take all my superpowers and everything that I love, and you know, is it possible to wrap it up in a Tiffany box <laughs> with a really pretty bow? And so I love connecting. I love promoting others. Um, I love creating community. I love teaching and educating, and I love coaching. And I love um, I love bringing the idea of sacred love into business practices and what if we came from the space of because i think there's confusion around sacred love so what if we brought you know these practices if i could bring them into one place and so i decided to you know have start having conversation about that because through um human design which is you know i'm i'm obsessed with something called human design I started to see that uh, not a lot of there's not a lot of actual um, energy types is what they call them in human design that like to promote themselves, and I the journey started with people mentoring um, when you value yourself enough, Ranjel, and when you believe you have the worthiness, you're going to feel really comfortable with promoting yourself. So I've spent I don't know sixty thousand dollars <laughs> worth of working on my worthiness. And then one day realized that's actually not the problem. The problem is, is that most people don't like to promote themselves. Right. And it has nothing to do with and at times there are, right? When I so I talked about my not, uh, not my not enoughness. But it's deeper than that, even, right? So the Sacred Art of Business Academy was, wouldn't it be cool if I could find other conscious entrepreneurs who had something, a message uh, that they wanted to share. They were living in purpose, on purpose, with purpose, weren't comfortable with promoting themselves, knew that they could, but would be happy to promote other businesses, other business owners, other you know companies, other entrepreneurs, didn't believe in competition and, and comparison, or at least were working through it. We could all gather together in one place, hang out, have fun, coach, contribute. And so that's where the academy came from. So it's like, you know, everything that I want. Ta-da! in my little magical box
0: <laughs> that is brilliant because i can totally relate I, and that's one of the reasons i love my podcast because yeah. i can promote other people and their businesses right exactly. and so um it's my happy place Yeah. so tell us where people can find you
1: absolutely so I'm really easy to find your apps. If you're uh, wanting to look at the Secret Art of Business Academy, just at Uh and it soon it'll be Googleable. I mean, it's new, so it's going to be harder to find me that way. Uh, you can Google my name, Ranchelle Van Bryce. That, I mean, I'm really easy to find that way. I'm on Facebook, you know, uh, Ranchelle, my podcast, Ignite Your Success. Uh, with ranchel is on uh, any of your favorite podcast places so you can go to inspired choices network but i'm on audible um i'm on spotify you know apple any one of those uh, those places and so i am actually quite easy to find instagram linkedin facebook all under my name ranchel which is r-a-n-c-h-e-l-l-e so really easy to find And I would love for people to connect. I would say that, you know, connect with me because I do. I I love building community.
0: And that's wonderful. And as I said before, I do love your podcast. And as I'm driving down the road, I'm listening to it. And it's it's absolutely wonderful. And I love the fact that um, you're interested in building community because isn't that what it's all about?
1: It is, and I and I um, there. Oh, I wish I ha- could actually give you some references. I'm just um, reading a couple books on on community and community building, and you know, there's, there's so many companies uh, that are talking about we're going to build community, and it's really not <laughs> like the intention is there. It's just more difficult, maybe for them for whatever reason. But for me, community is about creating a place that's safe um, and and comes from a place of sacred love, which to me is acceptance of where everyone's at, where they're at, and uh, lifting each other up, like truly lifting each other up and being uh, completely what I call radically honest. So when we have a feeling of, hey, I'm feeling like not enough, and I'd share like some support on what that looks like and not having people. Give advice because everyone's great at giving advice, but maybe asking different questions like asking, how can I support you? I, I I felt this way myself. How can I support you? So it's less about, well, let me you know show you how smart I am, right, by giving you this free advice and more about, okay, so how can I support you? And allowing the person, the individual to uh, contemplate, well, what I don't know, because lots of times we don't know what that support could look like. So it might be like, I just need a high five or I need a hug. Hey, I can do that. right? Or it might be, yeah, I need the support in looking at my website. I can do that. So you know, and allowing that person the opportunity to express what support looks like for them. that that to me is what kind of what community what that's what I'm trying to create.
0: That sounds wonderful. So again, all of the information will be in the show notes. And for anyone listening, please um, look for Renschel's podcast. It's wonderful. Thank you. And um, I thank you so very, very much for joining me today.
1: Oh, thank you. it's been a pleasure being here. Thank you for the opportunity to hang out and spend time with you and your audience.
0: Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit JustWantedToAsk.com. Thank you.